1: not convinced that's 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 very it doesn't good, matter. I've see. been
0: doing this so often now it's like easy to you know it's like the matrix. I don't even see the wavelengths anymore. I just you know <laughs> see
1: I've got no I've got no rhythm, that's my issue. So I always struggle with that bit.
0: I've seen that uh, video clips of you with <coughs> unmistakably brilliant rhythm. Um, <laughs> dancing. Yeah fantastic <laughs> rhythm that you ended up hiding yourself away as close to the wall as possible just in oh, case lives horrendous. were lost. That was horrendous. It's not horrendous. horrendous. It was an it was an amazing thing, and one of the (laughs) things. Do you know what I feel? Whenever I I listen to that, or whether I remind myself of that, I feel a bit guilty because I remember me going, "Oh yeah, if Dan ever reached whatever it was, I would do an entire episode as Elmo." (laughs) That never. (laughs) Well, no, don't.
1: God's sake, don't do that. I know. Don't think anyone was wanting you to do that. I don't think anybody was. There should be no guilt. No. No, people would pay to stop you doing that. No one would listen to it anyway. No one listens to your show anyway, Richard. So, so uh, I know it's,
0: it's you know it's just like yeah. I just um, it's nice to know that my family repeatedly kind of download it um, as much as they can just to kind of like um, give me something to do because otherwise I would stop doing podcasts and I'd start visiting them instead.
1: Exactly, come downstairs. That would be the uh, that yeah. would be the disaster for your exactly your, uh, partner and children. Exactly so. what
0: what we're we gonna? I can't binge watch. Watch what the strange detective series that I'm watching. Do you know it's what? What <laughs> I caught? What I was like? One of these things. My missus was watching. Um, love is blind. Did you hear about Love is know. blind. Dan.
1: I don't. I, I don't. I don't consume television. I am above such Tawdry practices. Right. So I'm going to. Um, exp-
0: I'm going to explain what love is. Love is blind was about. Okay.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: So it's essentially six or seven six or seven pe- six or seven couples who right. you know men and women
1: this sounds dreadful already
0: um and what happened was that it was a dating show
1: oh my goodness
0: and then what would happen is that there was um two adjoining rooms with a wall between them so you couldn't see each other and what they yeah. did what they did is they put couples they put a man and a woman in each room yeah and they got them to talk And the idea that at a certain period of time, they would couple off, and then they would propose, and then they would get married.
1: That sounds like a very sensible show (laughs) to get to participate in.
0: (laughs) I don't know, because I always think, when did we start scraping the barrel? When did we get through to the other side of the ground? When it well, it's,
1: it, it, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I don't know if, if you remember, but when when we were kids, yeah. they used to have all these shows about look at these crazy <laughs> wacky Japanese and their silly no, no. television programs no, no. where they they eat bugs and um, you know do all these horrendous challenges and stuff, and then and then five years later, you know, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, or what, or Fear Factor, or whatever you want to call it, uh, comes along, and and we we're, we're doing we're yeah, yeah. But these channels are just all populist rubbish, aren't they? Anyway,
0: why don't you watch TV? I would have thought you would have been somebody who. Well, maybe it's the wrong impression, but I would have been you thought you would have been at least had one kind of box set underneath your belt. Or are you quite particular? Do you not? Do you kind of stay away from the normal kind of rubbish? I don't. What you,
1: or, I, I, don't I don't watch terrestrial TV. Right. Um I haven't got the patience. Is is ultimately what it's for. It's not a fa- failing with the television. There's some damn fine TV out there, yeah. even more so these days. It's that I haven't got the patience. Um, as soon as a plot arc starts taking a turn I don't approve of, I stop mm. um, and get frustrated. So I've I've not seen the end of nearly every single show I was into because I got irritated because one romantic plot line went one way that I didn't mm. think it should have done or whatever, so I just think, right, that's it, I'm not having anything to do with that, I just don't, it's not that I don't have the time, because I definitely do have the time, because what I do have the time for is looking through Reddit, watching crap YouTube videos and I just don't have the attention span for television <clears throat> these days, TV is all um, it's all, it's all overarching plots, isn't it? I know um and, and you gotta watch you gotta watch it. It's all binge. It's all aimed at the binge. Not aimed at people like me who just dipping and out. And also I've got no tolerance for feeling unpleasant in my entertainment. So I only like cozy stuff. I only like nice cozy murder mysteries like uh, Agatha Christie stuff. I only like nice gentle comedies. I don't no. like cringe I don't like cringe humour. I don't like kids in peril. I don't no. like horror. I don't like gritty stuff. Anything gritty is gonna turn me off. I don't like feeling Uncomfortable for entertainment. Um, not saying there's anything against anyone who does, but I just don't like feeling negative emotions for, for as a source of entertainment. I like feeling positive emotions for a source of entertainment. And so, most of the TV these days is not aimed at me because it's mostly aimed at embarrassment, as far as I can tell.
0: It's um, it's it's very much a kind of a let's put this person out there and let everybody either like them or. Or not like them, or or go after them, and it's all. It can always be a little bit cruel in some respects. And you find later on there's sometimes like a redemption arc. I mean, um, I for what I for as much as I kind of like <clears throat> complain about the kind of the the reality shows that I end up watching, and I usually end up watching because get to the weekend, I'm just I'm just like you, I'm just trying to relax. I just don't want to fight it and you know and um My wife you know, my wife will put on something and she'll put on like The Bachelor and they'll edit it and they'll have like the series kind of evil woman or evil guy and then what happens is they always go through a redemption arc When it's it appears that bad editing Or very very good editing Has put them in a bad light And yeah. then you actually find out what they're really like And it turns out they're actually really decent Just normal people And they're just well, made out I, to I- be bastards
1: and even then that's all manipulation as well, isn't it? There's a very interesting episode of I think it might well be reply all, hmm. where they um but it might not be as well, but some kind of podcast, some big podcast. Might be in This American Life, actually. One of those types of things. Where they talk to somebody in The Bachelor and talk who was in the Bachelor, who, who was the Bachelor, and he was trying to gain the system because he really liked this girl, but he could tell this producers were trying to put this. up. So he pretended he liked that one, so this other one didn't get thrown off. It just and then and then he ended up walking out. And it was a big thing, and it was just um, it was just really interesting. But but all that stuff. I mean, we shouldn't be watching any of that stuff. That stuff. We need to learn our lessons. You know, how many suicides do we need um, before before reality TV? It's 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 modern day. You know, throwing people to the lions. It's, gladi- is, uh, a
0: t- it's almost like gladiatorial combat. It is.
1: It is. It is. It thumbs up and thumbs down, and the person thinks they've got control of it. The person, the person, the kind of they're 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 in it for the fame, and you know, quick. It's a quick, easy route to to fleeting fame, isn't it? Going into a, a, a reality, reality yeah. TV thing.
0: I remember even uh, the, the early days of like Big Brother, and people would come out and they would have like yeah. you know, six months to a year. You'd still see them kind of kicking about and stuff like that. And you'd learn to. I mean, if you look at um, some of the original kind of folk from Big Brother, they were all kicking out, like Alison Hannigan and stuff like that. They've made a huge career out of it. Even your nasty Nick was kind of like turning up now and again. Yeah, and f- other people have gone in to be like radio producers and stuff like that. So it's all kind of really, 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 really kind of interesting. Um, in terms of yourself. Cause yes. I wanted to ask you this question because we can talk about board games and board games are fantastic and wonderful Blah. and we can talk you know but
1: Better <laughs> nerds. I
0: geek. Sorry, go I, on. In terms of your creative drive Yes. Where does it come from? I mean, have you always been quite creative? Have you always been because it takes a certain type of person, so there's somebody that can be very driven and they say, Right, I want to do this, I want to be a doctor. Yeah, yeah. And they find out exactly what they need to do. And they go away and they, and it's a hundred percent commitment all the way until they become a doctor. And then they wake up and they're sixty years old and they're retired and they're playing golf and they've done their life the way they want to do it. And then you get other people that kinda go through life kinda like in a room full of fireworks setting off something, watching it explode, then seeing it fizzle and then going to the next kind of firework and the impression I get from yourself, and correct me if I'm wrong, is you're very much more like a fireworks person than a driven, on the rails this is what I want to do, this is where I want to to go I
1: I don't think there's much difference between the two I think the difference is the attention span of the driven person to the firework person Uh I agree with you, I'm more of a firework person but I'm not all about 7,000 different fireworks going off at the same time, although at the moment I've got no. quite a lot of projects on, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm about the laser focus of one project, and it consumes me, um, as in when I'm driving, I'm thinking about it um, if, if it's, if it's for example uh, when I got back into podcasting and I wanted to be really serious about podcasting it's when I'm driving, I'm listening to podcasts about podcasts, or, yeah. or podcasts that I admire, or things to get I... Or, or, Whatever I'm doing, whatever hobby I seem to have, um, and board games been the, the longest hobby I've ever, I've ever had, really. Um, and it's interesting because I've felt it wane, but it's not disappeared. Um, and, I, and I'm attached to it in 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 many ways, in kind of an ancillary way with the the the, the board game media stuff I'm doing and things like that. Um, which I kind of. So I'm, I'm not saying I've fallen out of love with board gaming, but I wonder how much board gaming I'd be doing if it wasn't for the fact I was doing all this other stuff on top mm. um mm. I think I thought I no that's not true I I would still be board gaming cuz cause, cause I think but I think gaming has been a consistent hobby through my life if I think about it and I have moved away from it slightly at times but it's always been I've always been very keen to take it back up it just never really had a name. Never really had a tabletop name, you know. I was role playing, or I was war gaming, or you know, I was I was doing all that stuff. I don't know what I. That, that's that's no. no I, I move on <laughs> much like that <my laughs> conversation. I do move on from one thing to another um, quite rapidly, um, and and sometimes I don't know. I think that's good. I think. Were you like good. that when
0: you were? Were you like that when you were younger? I mean, were you the boy that kind of um, picked up kind of Airfix models one week and then decided he was going to go hiking the next week and join the Scouts and then kind of had that for a while and got really obsessed with it and then kind of moved on.
1: I don't remember being like that until I was about 25. No. I think I probably must have been. Huh. Um, But I don't remember doing... uh, No, no, yeah, because I used to... Yeah, no, I think I was, because I used to write little bits and I used to publish my own newspaper for my friends and... Mm And um, stuff like that. So I must have been. I must have been. But I, I'm I'm creative in a weird way in that I've got no particular talent. So I'm just kind of creative in a aware, self aware that this isn't any quality stuff. It's just doing it for the fun of doing it. And I, I, I you know, I, th- I think that's a positive thing. I'm not in it for. I could never be creative for money because I've tried to be creative for money before. Um, I've, I've 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 had a freelance writing jobs and stuff like that, which brought in not a wage but it brought in enough money to um to to make it worthwhile yeah. um, you know four, four, 400 quid a, a month type stuff about 10 years ago which is quite a lot really that's not, yeah you know, that's
0: not bad yeah
1: it was it was about probably about a quarter of my wage from my full-time job if that makes any sense so so I was I was earning all right money um it was useful money but I hated it I hated I hated it because it was a job so I only liked doing it for fun I think creative stuff. Um
0: you're very good at caps you go- <laughs> you're very good at kind of not not kind of grabbing the zeitgeist and running with something because I know of because you'll get people that will come along and they'll take something that's very popular and they'll put their kind of their spin on it. Whereas you seem to consistently seem to take something slightly out of the ordinary but kind of like m- Do something special with it And it's very rare to see that I know some people that are very very good at Saying well I'm just going to copy this And then we'll just do it And it kind of looks okay But it's a bit crap to be honest And then you see them You don't see them again after six months Because they've woke up one day And realised it's kind of crap But you seem to have this habit of Taking an idea But actually really kind of making it work And that takes an awful lot of hard hard work I mean there's not been the testament to what you made with this game is broken is there's not been really another board game panel show it's No, like,
1: I was I was convinced there was going to be another board game panel show I was, so convinced was that. someone but someone else was going to make one um, yeah. which wouldn't have been about wouldn't have been a problem I mean there's there's flip Saturday morning Serial, which comes close but you could argue that we were doing something vaguely similar to what they were doing on their um flip the table podcast mm-hmm. I mean that I don't think I don't know cause I, never, I never actually listened to a Flip the Table podcast because <clears throat> until someone said this game is a bit like Flip the Table I didn't really wasn't really on my radar and then as soon as I said that I thought well I'm not listening to it in case in case it's the same and I'm copying it mm. um, you know I don't want to get <coughs> the, uh, sort of the Randy and thing about not wanting to copy somebody else's stuff um, Yeah, I don't I don't agree I think I'm just taking stuff that exists elsewhere and applying I think I'm more of a cook than a uh, than a than an alchemist. Um, there's none of my ideas. I mean, the Let's from Huddersfield thing is is a bunch of spoof letters to um, to board game designers and board game companies and things like that, with a kind of certain uh, exaggerated character. Well, significantly exaggerated character of my own character, um, and done for comic effect. It's kind of gentle. I, as much as I, um, as much as the uh, the TV show Last of Summer Wine is is mocked and things like that. I I really value that gentle, nice kind of yeah, calm humour. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean it had slapstick as well, but underneath it all was a very philosophical, gentle humour that was was never about being unpleasant to anybody. And it was never about embarrassing anybody. It was just this this gentle gentle silliness, really. Um and that's what I kind of want to do in my um my letters from field this this very gentle humour. Um but silly humor, but um, but not wacky humor because I'm not I'm not a big fan of wacky. Um, okay, I don't know what's going to go. Oh, but the, the, the people have been doing spoof letters since time immemorial. You know, there's the Henry Root letters and the letters from the Time Waster letters and the letters from uh, idiots. Is it something like that? Um, yeah, but Jerry why Seinfeld is okay? okay but why is
0: nobody? But why has nobody else done any more tabletop related ones? Do you know what I mean? Well, that doesn't they, seem is it is it because. Okay here's the thing, is it because To do that takes a hell of a lot of work And it takes a little bit of imagination You've got to kind of be switched on I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass But I'm just saying that You know, you go on about this an awful lot That board game media in itself is Hasn't reached the thing The levels it could do Because it seems, still seems to be playing quite safe And you seem to be quite willing To kind of step out of that a little bit And play it a little bit safe, A little bit less safe kind of almost kind of like taken off a lot more risks than other people kind of are willing to do
1: i i would argue there's no risk because i've got nothing to risk i'm not taking i mean the only risk is no one watches it or people people don't like it and that's fine because i don't care so it's, mm-hmm. so it's so it's so it's not a risk is it it would be the issue is i don't want to do this for a living and and as soon as i came in to the board game media i wanted to mess about and have a bit of fun yeah um and make some friends rather than make it for a living. Whereas, that, whereas, a significant proportion of people coming to board game media thinking, in fact, a significant proportion of people coming to all creative pursuits these days thinking this is going to be a side hustle. The, the 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 economic state we find ourselves in with with no jobs. I mean, I'm flying all over the place here. I I happen to have a job for life. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, I've got probably the m- most stable employment within the UK. I would argue it isn't it is it's not guaranteed. I'm a nurse within the NHS, so it's, I've got a very good pension. Um, I'm paid relatively well. I'd argue the amount of responsibility I take. Um, I'm paid a slightly less than appropriately, but nevertheless, I, I'm I paid a, a more than the av- average wage mm-hmm. in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm backed up very, very strong union. Um, as long as I don't do anything ridiculous, it's going to be, they, they can't just fire me. Yeah. Um, and so I'm in a state where, as long as I keep turning up to work and don't do anything inappropriate, I've got a job for life. Now, not many people can say that these days. And 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 there's this big culture of um, having to have a side hustle, having to have a, a portfolio career where you're making a bit of money here, making a bit of money there, blah, 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 blah. Um, and sometimes that's good because sometimes constraints can actually feed your creativeness because, because the more space you're given, the more space you take up. And often that means a lack of editing, whether that be uh, written word editing or, or you know video editing or podcast editing, because I don't edit any podcasts. Um, so I, I think sometimes constraints can be really useful because otherwise you fill it with rubbish. Yeah. Basically, um, and that's what I'm doing. I'm just filling filling the world with rubbish. The, the 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 fortunate thing for the world is I usually get bored or something and move on. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it would just be full of Dan Hughes crap. It's getting full of Dan Hughes crap. I'm quite conscious about the moment because I'm I've, I've just come out of a period of of what I would describe as depression. Um, yeah, <clears throat> and professionally speaking, I would describe it as depression as well. I had a, had a very dark very, very dark three months and, a, and a, a quite dark six months. And I've come out into a into a very energized state. I, I certainly don't think I'm manic or anything like that. I don't think it's anything to worry about. But I'm feeling alive again and I'm feeling motivated again and I'm feeling I'm popping again. And my, my, my creative ideas are popping again. And, and as a result, I've ended up... <laughs> You know, I've ended up um, creating a second podcast for myself, starting um, basically two video series for myself, and then and then relaunching this letters from Huddersfield thing, and vaguely thinking about making a book out of it. Um, it's not going to last. We'll see. We'll see. Something's going to give. I don't know what it will be. I don't know which of those things it will be, or if I start taking on another project, or I start start doing something else. Um I just like I'm really just
0: interested in hearing the creative thing about it. 'Cause the other 'cause I got another podcast that I do and it's all based around this kind of making something awful. And I'm always fascinated about the creative side of it. And when I was thinking about our conversation tonight, it's very, very easy to jump in. I mean, we could talk about the state of Kickstarter so what. We could talk about the state of board game media, kinda so what, we could talk about reviews because kinda like so what? We could talk about what we're playing. But I'm fascinated to know As because there are certain people That are lauded Extremely highly within the board game media Space Quite rightly so But there's also There's unsung heroes as well Which I kind of They don't get as much attention as they should do And I think it's sometimes because their face Doesn't necessarily Kind of gel or fit Within the acceptable Spaces that it should be and that's kind kind of Slightly Kind of slightly fr- kind of frustrating. I don't know how you can fit that. I think it's just going to be a maturity thing. But something, someone like yourself, um, you seem to just be the type of person who will say, well, "Let's just try this idea." I don't give any monkeys, as you say, you've got kind of nothing to to lose, and you're just quite willing to go ahead and put something out there and see what see what see what happens. And people kind of really like it. I mean, sporadically bored, right? Has um. Gone from being like a, a chat to now it's in like a community I take it that yeah. wasn't the, That wasn't the aim when you started off I take it you didn't sit down with Mike and say right okay Let's just chat, have a laugh You know because are you sure Dan? And you'll be like yeah shut <laughs> up And you know I, I'm just going to go off And shave my goatee and you know You like, you know you do like that extra work Don't you Mike? And um, But then I take it you didn't Say right no. okay so after three months let's Get the community going and then let's plan this and then let's do this and I take it that was never ever. You just said, well let's let's see what happens, yeah.
1: Yeah, we just, just had a chat. But I mean I I would argue that one of my strengths um and something I could have there are a number of things I could have done um as a career. Mm-hmm. Um I think I think I'm a I think I'm a good nurse. Um <clears throat> I think I'd make a damn fine vicar. Bizarrely <laughs> even though I'm i I'm an atheist. Um other than the believing in God bit, I think I'd make a damn fine <laughs> vicar. <laughs> and I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced you actually need to believe in God to be a vicar. I think you need to tell people you do. But yeah. anyway, um, so that's 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 probably slightly more controversial than we want to go down. Um, but I also think I'd be a good social media manager. Um, I wouldn't want to do it because I think it's a soulless job. If I'm honest, it's like um, uh, PR and stuff like that. I've got nothing against people who are in it. It's just. I've always needed to feel my job means something. I've never needed to enjoy my job. I've just needed to, to feel it's worthwhile in, yeah. and important. Um, but anyway. Um I'm good at I'm good at, I'm good at fostering communities, but I think the key to fostering a community within the board game space is not to think you're anything special. Um and and that's not saying you have to engage with absolutely everybody because because you can't, because you've only got so much space room in your head. I was I was thinking about this the other day, today rather, because I was listening to uh I was watching a um a YouTube video about <coughs> battalions and, and regiments and things like that and how things were split up within the army um as in command within World War Two and I imagine still to this day. And they were this guy was saying um that generally, in no matter what army it is, your commanding officer that you know that has in charge of about a hundred people because anything more than a hundred people, you can't socially keep in your head. Yeah, You can't, you can't remember the names of them. You can't remember the, you can't remember what they're doing. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Um, and so the reason sporadically Board is able to be such a vibrant community, I think is because it's small. I think as soon as we, if, as soon as we, if we got to the size of the dice tower, um, we could and, and those guys are really good at maintaining the community and and, and especially cons and things talking to people and things but they talk to people as celebrities um, whereas I I don't I don't consider I don't consider anyone really a celebrity well no that's not true they, they are celebrities but but I don't certainly consider myself to be anything other than a gamer and I don't I don't want to have fans I want to have listeners and i don't want to have i don't want to have an audience i want to have a community mm-hmm. um um and yeah, i don't know i don't know i think i think i think um that it, it grew up the community grew up round sporadically bored because of um the way we treat the podcast which is messing about and not not taking the audience for granted but also not pandering to the audience and trying to attract more people uh mike and i have always said we don't i mean we to say we don't want anyone care if anyone listens is a lie um because everyone's you know i'm a narcissist same as anyone else in the media media and i think i'm i think i think what i've got to say is interesting and funny (laughs) um yeah because that's who who i am because i'm a narcissist but but I also um, don't want to change. I don't want to alter what I do. If I have to alter what I do to suit the audience, then I'm going to stop doing it because I'm not interested. Because I've got nothing to gain as well as nothing to lose. Um, I'm in it for me. Selfish.
0: Did you have the conversation, speaking of selfish, when um, when Mike, um, your second-in-command, Delicio,
1: <laughs> Sidekick, <laughs> I like to
0: call him. He'll love that. Um, say, occasion, occasion, occasional friend and constant arch nemesis, which you've yeah. got rid of now, which I'm quite disturbed, disturbed and distraught about because I like, you know, I'm a I'm a man of order. Um, <laughs> but when he um, when you when he, obviously with well, was discussions about the dice tower and the and the kind of the role coming up, did you actually sit down and say, um, or did you ever approach the subject about saying, well, maybe you have to step away from sporadically bored. I mean, did you you ever did you ever say, well, like if you if you need to, you can. Was that ever kind of brought up, or was it a case of no? We're just gonna continue because it's almost like it seems to just it's still sporadically bored. Seems like a hobby to Mike. It's something that he likes doing that takes him away from, let's face it, being up to his arse and cardboard
1: every day. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a hobby to me as well. Yeah. Um, Yes, we had that conversation, but it wasn't when Mike joined um, the Dice Tower. It was hmm. when we recorded our before we recorded our first episode. No, oh, right. I just come. I just come off the back of um, this game is broken. Yeah, um, I was chatting to Mike because Mike is a very good friend of mine, and he was. That was another period where it was quite. I was in not. I don't think I was depressed at that point, but I, I was. I wasn't happy. Um, um, and we talked about it, and we said. There's no pressure. There's no pressure here. We'll record when we... The, the name, Sporadically Bored, came up because we're going to record when we want to record. Yeah. Um, and we'll quit when we want to quit and we don't have to give any reason. We'll just... If one of us wants to stop, then we just stop. Um, so every podcast we do, it could be our last. Um, and that agreement has been has, has not only been implicit, it's been explicit between us yeah. for the entire of the time. Um, <clears throat> and it was we we had a very brief chat about about whether the dice tower was going to make any difference you know you know mike's position on the dice tower i think yeah. be foolish to say it, it it won't because because it's gone now mike's persona has gone from being a hobby and nothing to lose to his job to lose if he suddenly starts saying things about people in the industry or whatever not that he would because he's he's too nice yes. and also he doesn't hold he doesn't hold particularly Controversial views anyway
0: No it's not, it's just a state isn't it I mean it's just like yeah. one of these reasons that I'm glad you're on the show because the stuff you come out with Kind of makes me giggle But it also realises that maybe I can be A little bit more edgy as well <laughs> You know um, Do you look, I mean Have you thought about Kind of really try to push it I mean I know that there's some people that are, that Go on and try and Kind
1: of make why? it Why would I want to?
0: Because I get that as well I see sometimes I think Oh if I can just do this I can just do that And it's a case of satisfaction I think you have to be I think you have to be You have to be aware Of what you're going to be happy with
1: With more When I was in The the reason I quit This game is broken Is because Um, well, there's a number of reasons, but one of the reasons I quit this game is broken was because I had a conversation with Gary King, who's the artist who did all the does all the art for this game is broken and and uh, Death by Monsters, who's a marvelous artist and a very nice man. I've met him; who, he's who's lovely. Who have you met? He's yeah. an incredibly incredibly warm and generous man, and, and, and I very much like him. And he one, he said because one of the things he does is kind of um, corporate motivational work. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or you know, where are you going with this type of stuff? You know, um, it does away days for corporations and and just charities and things. And and the thing he said to me was, "Where do you want this game is broken to be? Where do you where do you see it ending up? What 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 are you wanting out of this?" And I, and I said to him, um, uh, "Well, you know, in, in six months' time, I'd like to have double the numbers and stuff." and then and then I thought, why, why do I want double the why what 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 am I going to get out of it nothing all, all it would do is more pressure the more people you get, the more pressure you have yeah um you know and, and it's it's like um positive comments on youtube it's like I've just started doing Dan and Cora again um because Cora really wants to be on youtube because she's she's just, you know, seven and yeah. I I apologise to listeners here because they probably don't no idea. We never even introduced. Don't even know my name. Never introduced it. I never introduced what I, what I do and stuff like that. No. So so, which is fine. I'm just I apologise to people who who uh, well, I know no one listens to this anyway. Um, Doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I found myself because I've done three pop three videos for Dan and Cora now. The first, well, I've done a lot more than that, but it, over the last three or four weeks, the first one got about 3,000 views. The second one has got about 1,500 and the third one's got 1,500 roughly. And I, I find myself thinking, God, I hope this one gets more than the last one. It's like, wh- why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> that's not that's not a route to happiness. But um, happiness is in creating it, not in... The number of people and there's there's some happiness in in the engagement within the comments and things like that as well don't get me wrong and that yes i'm a narcissist and i want people to to see to see things and, and to enjoy things i do but the reality is 1000 people enjoying something you do is pretty amazing anyway and there's very little difference between 1000 people enjoying it and 2000 people enjoying it it's just a, just a number there's no more. There's no more satisfaction to be gleaned than that, other than this kind of weird competition you have with yourself to be constantly improving. So, so if, if sporadically bored got more and more popular, what would happen is the community would get more and more fractious. There'd be people come in that don't really fit. There would ha- we would start having to moderate our Facebook group. Yeah, um, it would start feeling like less of a community. We'd start getting people coming in trying to plug the kickstarters. It and, and something would be lost, so it is what it is, and as soon as we stop enjoying it, we'll stop.
0: Yeah, I mean, I put a message out recently on the Patreon to say, we're not going to be recording as many shows as we were. Yeah. Just not for any reason. I was, I was kind of a bit, I don't know, because I think sometimes you need to sit down and have a word with yourself when you are... You end up becoming a hypocrite because Well, I end up becoming a hypocrite because I'm always Kind of like, oh, it'd be really cool If we reach this this Level, but then at the same Time uh, 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 What I'm also saying is I really, really appreciate any type of interactivity That I have with anybody who listens to the show mm-hmm. So you got to balance it up It's like, well, what would I want? Do I want? Do I really want 50 more downloads an episode Or 100 more downloads an episode? Do I want Or do Or is it more important that somebody messages me in a private message and says, Oh, I really, really enjoyed that show that you put out. That was really, really good fun because I could see a jump in downloads. It doesn't affect me really emotionally in the long term Because then you're looking for the next fix you're Whereas just, yeah, you're,
1: just looking for, you're just looking for the next hit all the time Yeah,
0: but when, when somebody actually interacts with me says, says me a message and just says something really, really nice Or really, really kind Or says, oh, I, I thought that was hilarious Or, you know, I thought that was interesting or, I thought it was insightful That kind of lasts longer to me Because mm-hmm. I know that I'm actually having an interaction with a human being But sometimes i got to sit down and have a word with myself And highlight what's important to me and it's like what you said is—is like, is it going to be a, is it going to make a big difference to my life if I wake up tomorrow and the show's all of a sudden got twelve hundred downloads in it? I mean, I we—I'm pre- pretty honest and open about the downloads that we get. I mean, over time they go about like five, six hundred listens a show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if it turned, as you said, you're right. If it turned to twelve hundred overnight, it would only be a number because if I if I. St- didn't get the level and a massive increase in interactivity with other people, what what difference is it really making?
1: And, and it would be a number that you'd want to be beating.
0: Yeah.
1: It would be a number that you'd become very quickly dissatisfied with. And not only that, it would be a number. And if it went down to 800, yeah. 800 would then be a number you would be then disappointed with. Um, yeah yeah um i mean there's been times in in various podcasts i've done when we've had a big spike for some reason we might have had somebody on who's you know people wanted to listen to or whatever um and and then the the weeks after that spike the same numbers we've been getting consistently before um but they feel disappointing um and that's like well that's not a good emotion is it that's not that's not why you're doing it i mean and and if you've focused on making this your career and if you're focused on that and and driven for that then yeah you need to be concentrating on stuff like that you need to be tailoring your content towards what gets the clicks through and Mm -hmm. you know writing clickbaity things and stuff like that and that's fine and there's absolutely nothing wrong with anyone who wants to do that i've got no criticism i've got admiration for people who've got that focus and drive and they want to make a second career want to make a bit of extra money and things like that no problem at all with it but but that's the way to make things <sighs> sterile, for me. Yeah, and um, you know, I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying I don't care about numbers and I never look at my stats because I do. Because I'm an egotist. Like every, you know, I, I, I'm also. I don't think. I, I don't think it's possible to get through life without being an incredible hypocrite. Um, and I am. I'm an incredible hypocrite. Um, but you know, and I, I'm. I'm thinking about writing this book, and already I'm thinking, well, you know. I wonder if I can get you know. I need to make it worth doing, not yeah. financially, but you know, I need yeah. enough people to 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 read it and things like that. um And how would I do that? Would I do Kickstarter? Who could I get to do the cover? I wonder if I could get someone famous to do the cover. You know, all that kind of stuff. So it's it's it's. I suppose I'm, I'm 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 all part of it that way. But as far as sporadically bored goes, then it's just you know, it's a hobby. It's a hobby.
0: You still get excited by it. I mean, do you still? I mean, do you get to the point where have you ever done an episode where you're like, Ugh, I'm not really feeling this today, but I'm, and then you have to put them, you have to put the the happy go lucky Dan Hughes mask down to, yeah, to kind of yeah. get through it.
1: And and that's what I was doing the last uh, for the last half of the year hmm. um, on sporadically bored. Um, I mean, the 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 thing is, I always enjoy. Speaking to Mike, and I've never been in a place where I haven't been able to be entertained by having a conversation with a friend. Yeah. Um. So, so I've been lucky in that respect. So I, I wasn't that that far down. Um. You know, I was I, I was mildly depressed. I think. Um. But um. But yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, I do sometimes, but but there's never any pressure to perform other than me. I'm really tired, Richard. I'm really tired. I was up till, till half past uh, twelve last night podcasting with Mike, and then I've not slept today. So not um, very, very good. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of.
0: So. I, I mean, I, you know, I, I was kind of because I was expecting you to be the kind of the dancing, entertaining man that we all know. And uh, you I know, I apologize. Well, you start
1: asking me proper questions.
0: Well, I can't help it because, as I say, I'm genuinely interested because you get the chance. Oh, let's have a let's have a joke and let's talk about you know, you know. Oh, let's. Uh, I don't know. I've got a glasses case in front of me, and I've got like um, I've got a, a juice glass, and I can see. I've got a model of the blockade runner from Star Wars, and then I've got a radiator to the right of me. I want to ask him, "How would you rank them, Dan?" That's what I'm interested
1: <laughs> in. Oh yeah, yeah, the second podcast. Yeah, maybe I should plug that. Order from Chaos. <laughs> I've got another podcast called Order from Chaos at the moment with Mike and, and Matthew. Um, I'm not sure that. As I say, there's a lot of me out there at the moment because I'm particularly uh, effervescent um, creatively. See, I don't even know if it's called creative. I don't think you can argue it's creative, but anyway, um, I'm particularly effervescent at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm bursting with with things I want to do, and so so if you could make you, you could, yeah, I think people get tired of me quite quickly. <laughs> I'm do you doing think so, this. yeah. Yeah, I get tired of me. I can't listen to the same... If a podcast comes out more than once a week... Well, more than once every two weeks, I never listen to all the episodes. I don't want to break it to you, Richard. Sorry. Um,
0: I'm I'm used to... Do you know what? I I found that. And also, what I found is I get this kind of thing where I get people that'll... People pick and choose what they listen to, which is fine. Yeah. Because they pick the name and they go, I'm going to have a listen to this and see how it happens. And then what happens is then... I'll occasionally get a message from somebody who's listened to a episode from six months ago and all of a sudden I'll see twenty or thirty people have downloaded something because somebody's mentioned it somewhere. Oh, I was you know, I've been on this one somewhere. And then that that kinda happens. I've never I put out the content that I put out because I like speaking to people. Yeah. It's really bad. It's quite it's not, it's just like it's just my nature. If if if, if it's the case if I was if we were you know, if 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 people weren't listening or downloading it anyway, I'd probably still be speaking to people. That seems well, really it, bad, but it's just it, like the, it, I like it. it.
1: It's an excuse to speak to people, isn't it? Oh, Absolutely. That's, that's what you've always said. Now, I think I think Mike enjoys that speaking to people thing on Spontaneity Board more than I do. If if I'm not. If I don't know the person well, I'll be less talkative. Whereas, whereas Mike is really good at bringing drawing questions out of people and things like that. He's a, he's a fantastic interviewer. Is Mike actually? Whereas I'm yeah. not a fantastic interviewer. I'm good at putting saki comments in from 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 you know, occasionally popping my head around the corner and going, ha-ha, you're an idiot," and then and then and then turning around. <laughs> uh, I would argue I'm better in I'm better in the first half of our podcast than the second half. Um, which so. is which is yeah yeah definitely um unless it's someone i know really well like you or or matthew or you know whoever but um but that's fine i don't care um uh, what were we talking about oh you, you like people, talking to me exactly so so that's why you do this podcast uh and yeah. that's fine it's it's allowed you know we are we are in a democratization of of media at the moment we're living in the most we're living in an era where you can broadcast yourself to the entire world. we've never lived there are no gatekeepers. The only gatekeeper is uh, you live in a in a first world country. That's that's where your gatekeeper is, because you need the, the financial resources, which are pretty paltry. I mean it's what, fifteen dollars a month to host a podcast, less if you do it on one of the free services. Yeah. yeah. Um so pretty paltry i mean but that's paltry for us but somebody living you know who, who's on a, a, a bare minimum in china or india or, or you know a second world country or, or even a third world country won't have the um access to that um but if you are living in a first world country and have a job then you have got the opportunity to broadcast yourself to the entire world whether that be video for youtube or podcasting or whatever you can any person in the world can can pick up this podcast, which is incredible. It's an incredible privilege to be able to do that. Now, there's a lot of noise out there because there's a lot of people doing it, but that's fine as well because everyone's allowed to do it. That That's okay, and it doesn't matter if you're rubbish because you're allowed to. You know, you've to express yourself. Where it comes unstuck is when you believe that you either should or deserve which are two different things, yeah. but both both can be um, to be popular and successful. And you start comparing yourself to other people because that that makes you unhappy. Comparisons to you to other people makes you unhappy, you know, no matter where you are in life, because um, there's always going to be a bigger fish. And then when you when you reach if you ever reach that level, if you get bigger than um, blue peg, pink peg, then you're going to be looking at the <laughs> dice Tower. You know, what was that a snot? Snot a derision? <laughs> no.
0: But they are big and they're quite scary And um, yeah I'm kind of looking at it I mean um, I, I, stopped, <laughs> I kind of listen to a few board game podcasts But I don't, I've forgotten about I, At the beginning do you know what I did I really really thought about You know let's do some research Let's find out what people are looking for And I found out very very quickly That if you go and try and emulate What other people are doing then you don't enjoy it.
1: No, exactly.
0: And that there is actually an audience out there. You know, if Mike, if Mike Delicio did go out and do, you know, driving with Mike, you know, um, driving Delicio would probably be the better one. And he did his top ten of cars and where he likes to go and polishing his, <laughs> you know, his bonnet <laughs> and, his everything, caps. and everything yeah. like that. You know, there is an audience out there that would lap up. You know the dulcet, gentle, warm tones of Mister Delicio discussing his um, carburetor, or I don't know anything about cars either. You know, I just take it to the garage and say fix that, and don't charge me too much money. Um, you know, you Mister Man that you are. Um, so I think it's like you can get caught up on saying, "Oh, who's going to like this?" And I think that's a dangerous thing if you just. And then you, it's easy to lose heart because it's not you're not being true to yourself. And that's why That's why I kind of At the beginning I kind of really cared about that But now I'm just like well I'm just going to have people coming on And we're going to have a chat And I'm going to miss out sections Or I'm going to make up new stuff Or we're just going to muck about And it's all going to be fun And then it's really funny Because for me as long as (coughs) The winner for me is if the guest at the end When we stop recording Turns around and says that was really good fun or enjoyed myself or i was nervous but you made me feel relaxed and i've won then that's a win for me Mm -hmm. i don't you know you made
1: your own win conditions haven't you that's 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 the key yeah and and you know and there's nothing as i I keep saying there's nothing wrong with wanting to be more big and more successful and things like that because if that they're your win conditions then that's that's great um I, th- I think the biggest the biggest lie ever sold to us was do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life um, because I don't I genuinely am not experienced I think do what you love. And you'll always be working overtime and worrying and 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 working in your yeah. t- time off, and yeah. you know you, you do what you love and you'll never get a day off in your entire life. I think is is, is uh, probably more to the point. Um, so I'm more than happy to keep mine as a hobby. Now I do have a Patreon now, and that's because I needed a new computer and I couldn't afford one. <laughs> so yeah. I thought I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to either have to stop doing all this stuff or I'm going to have to ask for some money. But I'd, I'm not I'm not sure if I'm going to keep on with a Patreon. Once this computer's been paid off, um, we'll see. Because um, it makes me feel a bit weird, um, which has been pointed out to me is a, a very insulting thing for the people who support my Patreon. So I need to get over that feeling. It's um, difficult. I'm not, yeah, I'm not forcing anybody to, to do that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, I think I'm an anomaly ab- in in creators. I certainly feel like I am because because it just. Feels my earphones are really loud. My my um, uh, I don't know if you can hear it, but my Facebook keeps my computer keeps giving me these messages, and it's it's distracting me. Um, I mean, can't can't stop it. He's just computer. creating
0: it. He's just creating additional stuff for me to edit.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I do do just... you edit. Yeah, I'd I'd leave all that in. Really, I'd leave all that in. Yeah.
0: I think there's part of me. I think I think um depending on who it is. I'll sometimes edit stuff in. And I, if I edit out anything, it's to make the other person not if they've got vocal tics and stuff like that, I'll not always take them out because I sometimes think it takes away the natural breath of the conversation. Yeah, the personality. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which is a bit nauseous. And sometimes I haven't, depending on it, sometimes I've just I've left things in because I think it's hilarious and funny. But it's not derogatory to that kind of person. Um yeah. which is fine, which is kind of fun. Um but yeah I mean the whole creative process As I say yeah we're right the, the whole creative process can be difficult for some people Easy for other people It seems to be pretty kind of easy for you But why Why haven't you done something professional Because you say oh I'm not This kind of Media type person But this the stuff that you continue to turn out There's folk that would love to have A kind of like an ideas Person like what are we going to do next Dan oh, Well it's going to be you know Let's have three people on a boat and one of them's like a baboon And it's just their their journey to get an island What do we call it? Or we call it, you know, three ships baboonoid or whatever And everybody goes, ha ha, that's amazing And then, you know, you go off and write I mean, is it just Have you not thought about doing that, kind of pursuing it a bit more? I know you're talking about the book, the letters from Huddersfield and stuff Which sounds fantastic and fun Um, But is it just not Look, I've got my job job and then this is a hobby and it means I can walk away. I'm not kind of pet to think anybody.
1: Overest- I think you're overestimating my creative abilities. I think I think I'm a I'm a <clears throat> mediocre at best. Creative well you're person. a guest
0: and I've got to be nice to you. I'm not gonna you know, I'll wait until <laughs> I'll, speak I, I, in, I'll speak to Mike I'll speak to make in private message and say, Well, he, you know, here he was again, the ideas man was on and foofed. You know? Yeah,
1: maybe. I, I um I I wouldn't know how to, and anyway, I love my job um i I try to make people who are going through some of the worst times in their life mm-hmm. feel better, mm-hmm. so there's nothing more rewarding than that. sometimes I hate my job yeah. um sometimes it makes me feel very stressed yeah. um, but ultimately, I'm doing something that's a force for good in the world, and i don't and i'm i'm I'm, I'm pissing around doing this kind of stuff as a hobby um I, I I think that's real life. My job is real life. This is just messing around with a bunch of wavy lines on the screen that I'm looking at at the moment. Um, talking to a disembodied Scottish weirdo. So, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're so kind. You say the nicest things. Do you feel I mean, um Do you feel under pressure I, to put more stuff out in the Patreon? Then
1: I have been. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? Um, I've I've felt that's probably what got me. Uh, Push me forward to um, I've I've been the idea for the order from chaos podcast has been floating around in my brain for a long time, but mm-hmm. the thing that the thing that probably prompted me to to email Matthew and say should we do this then because I've, I've been I've been batting it around with him for a while um, was probably well I've, I've said I'm gonna you, you're supporting me to do my creative stuff so I need to do some creative stuff. Yeah. Um, which, which, in reality, probably people would have been sat- would have been satisfied with just a sporadically bored podcast and the occasional video on the dice tower. Uh, g- going, going back very briefly to the stuff about wanting to grow your audience as well, yeah, and this, and going back to the topic of hypocrisy. Um, I also would like to point out I'm incredibly hip- hip- hypocritical, hypocritical, hippopotamus, um, <laughs> hypocritical about that because I had a ready-made audience. I didn't have to do any audience building because what happened was I was contributing to the Dice Tower and I stole a chunk of uh, Tom's audience um, and took them with me. Um, So when I did This Game is Broken, This Game is Broken started off with... The first episode, bang, five hundred um, downloads on the first episode on the first day. Then another yeah. six hundred, seven hundred as time went on. And the reason we were able to get those kind of numbers is because we were on Board Game Breakfast, and all of us said, um, "Oh, we're just doing this thing as well." So, I mean, and, and Tom's always been incredibly generous, and that's what Tom pays his contributors in the, the smaller contributors pays. That's what he pays people in. the exposure, and I know that's that's. Uh, A Dirty word sometimes, Mm. isn't it? At the moment, yeah, (laughs) I
0: know, but it is actually real stuff because it's the type of it's. I mean, if somebody comes up to me and says, Oh, could you record a voiceover? and it's like, Yeah, okay, what's it for? It's for my Kickstarter, Uh, and what are you gonna do? Well, when the campaign comes out, it'll be in you know, you'll be it'll be listened to by the 25 people that are gonna pledge on it. Um, whereas you know, Tom's audience at the Dice Tower goes into like tens of thousands, if not you know, hundreds of thousands, if not more. You know, and
1: and if and if you if you're putting out rubbish on there, then you're not going to be able to to steal any of that audience either. But if you if you're coming across as genuine, and people and, and and somebody people would like to follow you elsewhere, mm. then and then then you can go. And it, it's not an explicit thing like that. I mean, you just volunteer your time to, to on board Gay breakfast anyway. No one gets paid on board breakfast, so you volunteer your time, and and the thing you get is more eyeballs on your stuff. Which is what ninety percent of us are in it for, anyway. And if you're in it for, to try and get an audience and get bigger somewhere else, then you get the opportunity for people to follow you there. It's you know this has never been anything official or anything, but that, that's certainly how I've always treated being as part of the Dice Tower network is is the access to Tom's audience that he has spent years, decades building up with with consistent. And I don't care what anyone says. Consistent high quality work, yeah, um, and, and consistent charismatic work. I think that's more to the point. I mean, Tom's a very charismatic individual. I don't, and again, he has his de- detractors, and the reason he has his detractors is because he's so big that that you, you know, I had a Dan and Cora video I put out, and I got 150 likes and three dislikes. I'm like, why would you even dislike that video with a kid in it? But anyway, whatever. But if you magnify that by the amount of people that Tom get, put out. Tom you yeah, are aware of Tom's existence then those three dislikes starts becoming almost like a you know a a, a stadium full of people saying you're rubbish um, yeah. which can't be easy uh, and he yeah, gets so, bite so, back
0: as well because he gets you know he's he's done statements about different things and then people have went oh you're just you know and he's had a lot of kind of negative feedback for some stuff which is just like going well fair play Tom you know um
1: uh, I tell you I, I, Tom has his detractors but I I I stand by my opinion that he's one of the most... I don't know how to say the word. He's got the most integrity and and honesty of hmm. anyone um, I've interacted with in the board game media world. There's, you know, anyone who, who says he's a shill or whatever just does not know what they're talking about. Um, he's made significant risks for his... Um, for his own moral compass. Uh He's made, he's, 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 he's consistently stands by his principles, whether you agree with those principles or not, is up to you, but they, they, they're generally wholesome principles. Generally. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't know what his political views are. I suspect I will disagree with some of them, but then I suspect I would disagree with everybody. Some of everybody's political views are, but, but, but as a whole, he's a man of integrity. Uh, And I, I, and he's a very kind man as well. And I, I very much admire him actually. Um, so so yeah.
0: Do you look back on do you ever do you ever go back and visit the stuff that you've done Yeah in the past? I'm an egotist. <laughs> do you actually go I mean I um I listen to my shows.
1: Yeah I'll be I honest to my shows as well.
0: And the reason I'm I listen proud to my, of my shows. And the reason I listen to my shows is quite simple, is that when you are when you're recording, I don't always remember what I actually said on the recording. Yeah, and I don't always exactly. remember I remember at the moment in the time because I forget sometimes I'm recording and we're just having a conversation and then when I go back and edit it, I'll kind of I'm looking for imperfections to take out. I'm not necessarily listening to, I listen to the full of the conversation, but then when a new episode comes out, I am egotistical. I will go and listen to them and I have listened to um some of them again because yeah. some of them are absolutely hilarious. Like uh, yeah, um. There's a couple of my episode, favorite episodes. Anything with anything I've done with Ben, um, yeah. I did go back and listen to the one that we did together, just because of that one last bit at the end. Was, <laughs> when
1: I was <laughs> when you tickled me with saying C-facts, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? No, I listen. I listen to everything I do, and I listen to it a few times because a I create stuff that I like to listen to, so therefore mm-hmm. I like listening to it. B I'm a raging egotist. Yeah. Um. And and. <laughs> c you I don't say I'm particularly reflective or striving to get better and things like that, but you but even on a subconscious level, you learn what you feel works and what you feel doesn't work now that might be a different opinion to to the audience's opinion what feel they feel work and what but as long as you're making it for you, it doesn't matter what they think um and and d i'm proud. I'm proud of it I'm proud of it. The thing I'm most proud of at the moment i think well I've done a few things I'm proud of. Um, I'm really proud of Spradically Bored um, I, I, I think it's really really good, I think it's a and and part of the thing that I like about it so much is that it's it's completely honest um, is sporadically Bored, it's a completely honest thing, I mean obviously you're keeping some things back because some things are personal and obviously you're yeah. presenting yourself in a certain way because that's the way you are choosing to present yourself to the world but everybody, I mean that's that's true in every single social circumstances you are making decisions about the way you present yourself because this is the picture you want to present to the world at this moment in time so there there's nothing to be um there's no there's no harm in that but but it's consistently honest i think and also for a board game podcast we are a lot we talk a hell of a lot more about our our personal lives than, than anyone else in the business I don't think. There there, there are similar there are similar um, banter shows. I mean the board game snobs do a do a amazingly. Funny. They're cre- uh, They're
0: incredible. I mean I think they they're, you said they're one of the best out there and I was just like I was like yeah but then there's and then I was like I kind of drew a blank because it's the, the way they approach things.
1: There's no one does what board game snobs do better. no nah. um um they are not uh, perfection- and i think people try it don't they i think pe- people have tried to be not kind
0: of chatty and and stuff like that but i think there's it's just a case it's very much like they remind me very much of like a much more refined um educated version of yourselves um, in <laughs> terms of the conversations that they have But no, they kind of have a tendency to run with stuff And it's not a case that there's somebody at the back Shouting at them, going Let's get back to talking to the board games They'll sat there and they'll just like You can tell they're just They're having really a whole lot of fun And the fact that you get to jump in And be a part of the, their world For the 45 minutes or an hour that they're recording You know, Jerry and, and Gabby is just... It's hilarious some of the stuff, and when they came on, to your sh- when they came on, did your and I, I would say to anybody who's not listened to sporadically bored, um, if you want to skip all the the climb up to the 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 the, the plateau, the highlight of the entire show, <laughs> listen to the the board game snobs version. Obviously, listen to the ones where I've guessed because they're hilariously um, tragic. Um, but listen to the board game snobs because there was just there was just a certain amount of back and forth and hilarity that was going on which there wasn't a let's get consciously back to talking about board games which was it was just kind of there in a conversation and that's what they do in their show they just if they want to go and talk about 15 minutes about batman then they'll go ahead and do that and it's kind of like screw you if you're here for the board games because that's not what we're talking about so that's why i kind of like it
1: yeah, well, I mean, we do something similar. I mean, they started before us. I think in, in most recent podcast, me, me and me and Mike said they're copying off us, but they're not because they started off before us. Hmm. They're copying off us, and they're better than us. Um, and uh, and I That's, would that I hurts would, us no end. Get know. shit like that. <laughs> yeah, well, they're not, they're not copying off us though because they they have got more episodes than us. They they began before us, yeah. so. Uh, no one's copying off anybody. They just do a similar style of very conversational podcast that we do. They don't have guests on, which is where we where we differ. Maybe, um, and we also differ in that I would argue they are almost professional level comedians. Um, uh, and me and Mike are just two idiots um, bantering, really. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I love the board game snobs. If you, if you if you take nothing else from this podcast, go and listen yeah. to the board game snobs because um, they they deserve to be big. Um, do, do, in terms I mean, of they're what not, they're not small, but yeah,
0: because does that not stifle them after a while? Because I know, I mean, um, board game barrage or barrage, yeah. they're very they're getting big. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. they seem yeah. to be appearing they're on kind of like different shows and forward. stuff like that. Yeah, and I'm yeah. always wondering about if you get to a point where you actually need to watch what you're saying, and if then you then need to get to a point where you need to watch what you're saying is it going to potentially stifle the kind of the magic and the wonder that kind of made you popular kind of in the first place?
1: Only if you have the type of podcast where you have to watch what you're saying, because if you can, because board game barrage has a very different type of problem. They're they're very funny guys. And you can, you can, you can, you can tell that not around the edges, but you you know, they're funny guys and you know, they're personable and stuff, Yes, but they have, they, they have chosen to go with, and it's a completely appropriate choice um, to go with a relatively rigid formula of what did we play, topic of the week on the yes. go. Do you know what I mean? And, yes. and they they actively stop themselves wandering too far. They'll wander a little bit, but they'll give themselves a minute and then come back. Whereas snobs will give themselves forty five minutes or thirty is, minutes yeah. To, yeah. to 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 wander wander around into madness. Um, and that's fine. But th- and the reason. One of the reasons board game barrage has got so big is because there is a, a very big audience, and you'll see it consistently said over and over again, consistently said in criticisms of mine and Mike's podcast. I like them, but they wander all over the place, and if you're not interested in it, then you you, you know you're in trouble. I, I like I like my board game podcast to be the point, be to the point, and be about board games and stuff like that. Yes, and and yeah. bar, and barrage are able to interject their personalities as well as keep on topic, which is a, a very, very difficult skill to do. Um, so so they're, they're marvellous what they do, and they, they deserve all the success they get because, uh, again, I would argue they are some of the best they are at the podcasts that they do. The board game snobs, you are never going to be a f- listening to board game snobs if you want on topic board game chat all the time. Because you 're just not going to get it you're going to be you're going to be frustrated with them after the after the first twenty minutes, and you're never going to listen again so so the audience they build up are, are going to be the people who want a more conversational podcast, who want a relation to feel like they're in a the room with a, a bunch of friends and things like that. I would argue you probably even get people who have been in the hobby longer because I think the longer you are in the hobby, the less interested you are in what's the next game what's you know all that kind of stuff and the more interested you are in the people who play games and a, a, a more conversational tone to, to your podcast i could be wrong but that, that's how i feel that's certainly how i developed i went from wanting to hear the top 10s and you know what's coming out this week and you know what did you play this week and stuff to thinking yeah 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 but i'm not gonna get any of those so i'm not really that interested um and then and they wanting to connect with people and feel a connection with people. Um and that's what you get with it. And and to be honest, to be entertained with the snobs because they're so funny. So funny. So they're so goddamn quick as well. It's and they've just, got comedy accents as well. It's
0: got it's just Gobby's like he brings in these like one liners and Jerry's like, I've got yeah. this he's got this list of puns he's gonna bring in at any time. And you think, Is Jerry kinda talking? nonsense or is that actually and you can just guess it that is he's got a list in front of him and he's just willing to (laughs) reference that as quickly as possible and they're both like Jerry's incredibly sharp yeah yeah he's incredibly sharp on the show and this is turning into the board game snobs appreciation kind of five minutes but you know it
1: should be you need to get those guys on I
0: yeah I have to I think it's just one of these things if I don't know if they I don't know if they listen to the show but if they if they do listen to the show they'd be more than welcome they'll they'll listen
1: to this one because I'll tell them that they're um... I'll I'll message them and say, we're praising praising them effusively.
0: (sighs) I don't even know what that means, but it sounds lovely. Um, Do you think, I mean, if you were, in your your kind of experience, if you were going to give advice to anybody out there who's listening in and saying, right, actually, I'm going to go ahead and do something. You know, now's the time for me to, you know, write that blog or record that podcast is there any kind of advice you would give to somebody who's currently just giving 20 million excuses why they shouldn't be doing something
1: well it, it goes very much back to the the thing that i told you and that you wrote down and made go viral it's you know do something awful that's <laughs> what um yeah no yep. i would i would say number one do it yeah number one do it um don't wait till you get good because you, you won't be good and you're never you're never going to be good enough so, just do it, yeah um so that that that's that but 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 also, my other advice, if you want to go into the real kind of social media type thing of it, is try and engage with people who are at the same stage you are, so if you it's important to have allies um with anything you do. Um, if you're blogging it's good to have a network of other bloggers you're talking to if you're podcasting good to have another network of podcasters and well and and just just everybody who's who's doing that kind of stuff but the 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 most valuable people to you the the people you're going to give the most to and get the most from are the people who are at the same stage as you so if you are podcasting then sure, you know, try, not try to, sure, engage with Rodney Smith and um, the Dice Tower and, and and, you know, all this kind of stuff, but also engage with the other person who's just as small as you Mm -hmm. um, because because you're on the way up uh, and you'll pull each other up and you'll have similar experiences and the cross-promotion will work because you're going to have similar type of audiences and you're not, you're not, you feel on a par with people, um, uh, size-wise, and things like that. So, so my my uh, my genuine advice is is look to your peers for some support and make networks we support and 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 things like that because it's incredibly valuable to feel like you've got an ally because because when you're blogging or when you're writing or when you're which is the same thing as blogging or when you're podcasting or when you're making videos. What you're doing is screaming into the void, um, especially at the beginning, because there's no one there to watch. Um, and something really valuable is to feel like there's people be- beside you screaming into the void as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so that's my that's my big tip is, is find your peers and, and and network with them. Which I hate the word network, but make friends with them and find people you respect in your, in your peers like the board game snobs, I'd argue ourselves and the board game snobs are roughly the same level. Um, and, 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 and I just like engaging with them. And and yourself, Richard, and Ben, and, and all these people.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think the only thing I've learned recently is that you don't decide how well received something's going to be. Yeah. Because as, as I've learned over the time, there are, because you, you speak to names, yeah, and, and you, you you kinda like the big, it's like and I always tease Mike with this because one of the biggest download shows we've ever had is the one with with Matthew Jude. Well, and
1: he's, he's always got the biggest download shows in ours as well. We tell we tell him the opposite, but he's a consistently the biggest download is, shows yeah. in ours. Yeah.
0: And and, and 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 you know, Mike is on that list uh, and he's on there, <laughs> you know, in the top the top ten of all time. Um, But then there's kind of There's kind of random ones as well That I you know And I don't know And I would would If you told me write down the top 10 list Of the most downloaded shows you've ever had I would have never guessed The ones that are on the list I would have come up with ones that are completely different And I think it's really difficult to Assume that this is going to The show that you're about to release This is going to be the big one that's going to get you noticed I think if you're going down that line then you try to please other people instead of yourself. And then you should try and get a job doing it because <laughs> the only thing that's ever going to please you is making sure you're getting a paycheck at yeah. the end of the month.
1: The thing about stuff like that as well is you get if you get some really big names, they are less likely, in my experience, to promote the show they've been on. They they're they're more likely to feel, well, I've done them a favour by going on. Mm. Um and that'll do. So you think, oh, fantastic! I've I've got an interview with Jeff Goldblum today. It's going to be amazing. People, everyone's going to listen. Yeah, and you just get your normal listeners because Jeff Goldblum hasn't told anyone else that he's on it. Basically, um, where, whereas if you have uh, an interview with Dan Hughes, he's going to tweet out, "I've been on this podcast," and he's and he's and his friends are going to listen to it because, oh, what's Dan up to? You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. And that, no, no, I totally you know, agree with that. I see that. You
0: um, see, you see that. You kind of see that. Again and again, I, um, yeah, I've not, I, I've not seen it as much myself in terms of, kind of, yeah, but you know, but there are some. I think the guys because I speak with Kickstarter people, I'm kind of lucky is that people who are doing their best to get their name and their campaign out there as much as possible will generally kind of put the say, oh, being on this podcast, you're right. And there were some people that kind of. Who as you say, are quite well established Who will be less likely to do it. I do get some people depending on um, The experience that they had Because I, I, yeah. I, It's really strange because I'm also one of these podcasts that I have a lot of guests that have not Podcasted before or I also have a lot of guests that, that Haven't listened To a lot of shows that I've done <laughs> Which yeah, is strange so But that. it happens but that's because Everybody's experience is completely different So it's kind of weird that way but you know, yeah. it's kind of good fun. It's kind of good fun.
1: No, no one's listen to your shows, Richard. That's the uh, that's the. Well, we know this. There. You know, we, we know. all download we'll... it, but we don't we don't listen.
0: Well, I know Mike. Mike says, kind of says he um, downloads. And he says it a and lot listens. of things. He says, well, I know a, he lot says lot a lot things. of things. He's got to kind of maintain this kind of nice, nice this kind guy of nice appearance. nice we persona. Bollocks, I know. Yeah. You know that we've been doing this kind of like Dan Hughes appreciation minute.
1: I do. They're the only episodes I listen to. It's a good job you point them out to me.
0: Um, I was going to wonder if you <laughs> wanted to say anything about Mike and
1: Mike Delicio. Yeah. Um, Mike, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say things about me. <laughs> I'll
0: tell you what, mate. No, right?
1: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to gush all over Mike. Mike. Mike knows how important he is to me. Right. um and he, and he know, and he knows that he has fast become one of my best friends so so that's all that needs to be that's all that needs to be said okay really. and
0: and what about your good self do you want to give us maybe a couple of choice sentences about why you're so amazing
1: <laughs> why I'm so amazing <laughs> um no it's not i'm not i'm not I'm not saying you know I'm a titan of the internet. That's for other people to say, but um, but what what what, 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 would, what would like? No, I'm not amazing. I'm not amazing at all. We all know so? this. This is this is why the, this is why that joke is funny. Um, yeah. I'm just I'm just somebody who pisses around on the internet. That's all. Um, and I uh, yeah, just 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 whatever. So with
0: that with that stunning collection of words, phrases, and proses,
1: proses. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pro, I, pro, I don't know what I'm talking about Jenkins I can barely, no. barely talk anyway
1: You're barely um, rational
0: <laughs> um, Yeah I've still not played God tier I'm quite upset about that I've played it for that. a
1: while, it's very good We'll play it at aircon, providing it's not all cancelled um,
0: <laughs> I don't want to talk about that Well, it's just There was certain um, Certain conversations that have been happening Around about the the office At the moment about Kind of social responsibility with regards to talking about um, a highly contagious disease and whether yeah. or not going down to an event where several thousand people are going to be attending
1: well, is I'm, potentially I'm go- the right thing to do I'm, I'm going to have to seriously consider it carefully, not because I'm worried for myself, but mm-hmm. because I I work with the over I 65 I visit a lot of very um vulnerable elderly people every day for work mm-hmm. and i can't be blasé with that so i'm going to i'm going i'm going to have to see how it goes the, the the downside is that i have arranged to meet a lot of people there that i will not get chance to see again for months if not years mm-hmm. um and so and so i'm very keen to go but i also have a a, a responsibility to my patients um to ensure that i have i am i am not transmitting diseases to them but i mean i think i'm just gonna have to take the advice of of the government really and if if by next week they're advising not to go to any things then i won't go to any things
0: yeah we shall see we shall see yeah it's tricky, thought, isn't it? yeah.
1: It's, a, it's a scary time to be a convention organiser um this comes out of left field yeah
0: I just I I hope it I hope it's okay. As I say, I just know that it would be the case that I would be coming back <laughs> going to the office and then phoning in sick the next day. Because um, 'cause I'd be like, oh yeah um but or not wandering around the office for two or three weeks, going, I feel great <laughs> and then phoning in sick, not feeling well, which is not I think the think
1: the, the latest thing is it's not transmittable while you're feeling well, as far as I'm aware. Um right. now that isn't official guidance because That's only something I've vaguely read on the BBC. I'm keeping quite a close eye on it, but yeah. um, yeah, So I think that that's a positive thing. Um, But it's a a nightmare, isn't it? It's an absolute nightmare.
0: It's like um, it's almost like (laughs) guess what we're going. Okay, so we've had the plague of locusts. um, We've (laughs) we've had diseases. We've essentially we're having the skies falling. (laughs) We're having potentially some people have said the Antichrist has turned up. Um, it's like, hmm, I wonder what else is going to happen. You're expecting it's true. Kind of like, you it's know. true.
1: I've, I've heard it said, though, and, and I've got a lot of sympathy for this, that if the media was reporting about the um, climate crisis in the same way they were talking about the coronavirus, in how many people have died, you know, where... Where things are unusual, all that kind of stuff, this constant churn then mm. then we we might be able to do something about the climate crisis, which is something we have a lot of control over and unlike the spread of a disease, which we obviously you need to wash your hands and stuff like that yeah. but it's it's a bit more it's a bit more of an act of God isn't it really rather than an act of humanity uh, yeah it it's yeah. it's interesting stuff, it's all interesting stuff um it's fascinating because like I've got a friend who works at a university and they're worried because they have a lot of Chinese people who come to the university because one of the major sources of funding for universities these days is foreign students. Um, and they particularly have targeted the Chinese market to, to come over, you know, because there's some, there's some prestige prestige goes with going to uh, a UK university and things like that in China. But all the Chinese students, they're not going back to school now until... Um, april or sunday or june or something like that so they're not actually going to graduate school so it's gonna be a knock-on effect for our universities in that there's gonna be less students coming over next year because they won't have graduated they'll have to do you know do bits again um my daughter's in a gcc year you know if they start closing schools down what's going on there you know what i mean um it's it's all these little mini i mean there's, there's the there's the board game Stuff about things not being made in China and things. That's not just board games. That's absolutely everything that's being manufactured in in China that that that's going to slow down. So it's the, obviously the loss of human life is the most important thing. But the the wider economic and I'm, when I say economic, I, I mean economics as in the the subject rather than just money. But the the wider societal impact that just even. Everyone, t- everybody, well, eighty percent of the population take, taking two days, two weeks off work is going to just—it's just amazing. It's just how we live in such an integrated society these days that a, 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 a spoke in the wheel snaps, and and suddenly it's like a butterfly effect. Um, you know, something something goes wrong here, and and next day you can't get any toilet roll. I saw
0: the pictures today of people people stocking up and it's like it's not it it affects your chest it doesn't affect your (laughs) your bills, mate people are practically stockpiling and and stuff it's like you know
1: and I think it's in Australia as well that that the, the, the rush on the toilet roll happened but I bet if I went to the supermarket tomorrow, there's going to be less toilet roll in the shelves than there were because cause that was a news story in the BBC, toilet roll shortage in Australia. And I bet there'll be people thinking, oh, maybe. maybe... Oh, no, oh, yeah, even, no. even I thought, I wonder how much toilet roll... We get our toilet roll delivered. Um, <laughs> it comes monthly in a big box.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, dear, I bet you like Rough, I keep saying to my cotton. wife,
1: "No, it's not. It's 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 um, it's very green." My wife gets it because um, it's it's recycled, recycled, and you know it's it's mm. a very green thing. Hmm. But I'm, I'm like, I'm sure, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced it's that green if it's delivered, especially delivered from <laughs> just... up on the,
0: the steam train. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's like one of these one of these things. Are you thinking? Is this just? preying on our middle class values here these, I, I, this, this, potentially. this bespoke toilet, toilet paper I'm, I'm, potentially. Like, I'm, not, I I'm went not
0: convinced in, I went in Tesco's today and the entire shelving where they usually keep like the wipes the floor wipes and everything like that yeah, cleared yeah. absolutely cleared out nothing at all out there you know um, which is kind of one of these I have no idea if I wanted to <laughs> where you can find, I mean we've got Antibacterial wipes I've got my spray, I've got my hand Lotion stuff, I've got everything like that I mean it's just like, it's going to be You know, give it a couple of weeks, there's a potentiality It might be impossible to find But we we don't know know. However, if people have run out of Toilet paper But um, they can't find that But they do want to find you (laughs) 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 Where can they find you on the Internet webs Mr Hughes
1: well, I'm all over the shop at the moment. Um, uh, I've got a podcast called Order from Chaos, where we—this isn't a board gaming podcast. This is where myself, Matthew, Jude, and Mike D'Elisio uh, rank five unrelated um, objects and, and put them into uh, into the correct order, best oh. to worst. Um, best I to have worst. a podcast called Sporadically Bored, which is where I talk about board games no. now and again, but usually just talk about a load of rubbish generally um i have a um um so i've got the splendid ball podcast um, i i do videos at the moment on dice tower i've got if you search for dan and cora uh, i do videos with my 8 year old well 7 but very nearly 8 um 8 on saturday um uh, your old daughter we do kids um or family game videos, and I'm very proud of those as well. I think I think they have a genuineness and an honesty which people seem to like because um, they have to because I can only do it in one take because she won't tolerate anything more than one take. So whatever you get, <laughs> whatever you film is what you're getting. There's not there's there's no messing around. Not to one you, take, it? Cora, they call her. Um, <laughs> um, so so there's that. I've, I've been on board game breakfast a few times. I'm on this Thursday, uh, which tomorrow that is, so you won't, that'll be too late for this one, but um, uh, yeah, I'm on that now and again as well Um, and I've got Patreon Yeah. which is, if you search for my Patreon Dan Hughes Um, and currently I have revitalised my Letters from Huddersfield um, series and I am spewing those out I've I've written another one tonight actually, I'm spewing those out um, to my Patreon's (laughs) <laughs> as they come in And I may make a book out of them or I may not I'm just entertaining myself with them at the moment And we'll, we'll see what happens there So that's where I am, all over the shop Excellent mm.
0: if, you want to, if you want to go and visit a... <laughs> I was going to say If you want to go and visit a, a higher class Of store Or shop You can find us on the internet webs as well Just go and search for We Are Not Wizards And you'll find us on all the different Places and staces And sometimes army bases Um Just Twitter and Facebook and All these, oh. all the other places You can find us by semaphore At the moment um, yeah. We're also on stereographic 3D images If you search them Funnily enough, you can see like the, the big sign Um It's not funny but it took a long time to work Um But uh, <laughs> if you like what you've listened to tonight Then go to um Go to the Apple Podcast or tell people about us because that's how that's we... Sp- more,
1: that's more important than Apple Podcasts. That podcast. is how we
0: spread, yes it is. Yeah, tell people yeah. tell people about us because um, that's how we spread. Um, make sure you wash your hands after you've listened to <laughs> us as well because we're a bit Have bit you dirty. got
1: a lipid outer layer as well? Uh, I, um, I, know, I I certainly have a, a lipid outer layer. I, uh, if you want to hear a good podcast then go and download the Board Game Snobs podcast.
0: <laughs> and make sure you give them five stars. Give them
1: five stars and tell them that we sent you. Absolutely,
0: Um, because don't give them ten stars because you don't want to make them big-headed. But don't give them one star.
1: I hate this bit, it annoys me.
0: Because because you don't want to make them cry, but give them something in the middle like a five because they're a bit average and wonderful (laughs) at the same time. Yeah, whatever.
1: Well, look, you know, you're so clichéd. Get a new bit.
0: I can't help it. I tried a new bit and then do you know what I got told? I don't like the new bit i what? like the old bit instead so there you go who who told it's you like that who told you that lots of people yeah, important 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 internet people with important internet opinions as is as well, is always right, right, right. um there's only a couple more things to do the first oh, thing geez. is to th- the first thing is to thank you very very much for coming on
1: it's all right i apologize for talking so much i i'm not even i'm gonna have to listen back to this now because i'm not even convinced i know what i said um so I apologise to, <laughs> I apologise to everybody. I'm very tired, but also caffeinated, which isn't a good combination.
0: It's not a good combination at all. Um, but we appreciate you coming on. And the Thank second you. thing is, second thing is to say goodbye, because we no, know he's we, not always. No, he's not. A, we know he's not a wizard. So I'm it's a good wizard. Ba- Shut up. It's <laughs> so. It's a goodbye from the rather wonderful.
1: Abracadabra. <laughs> Luminos! You shall not pass. I'm a say wizard, gabi- everybody. Say I'm goodbye. A <laughs> <laughs> I am a wizard.
0: Say goodbye, you fool.
1: <laughs> goodbye from Wizard Dan.
0: And it's a goodbye from me. Remember, stay safe, roll sixes, make something awful. Don't have fucking I Dan remember Hughes. You're, <laughs> for remember your you're podcast. a wizard.
1: Remember, <laughs> at all time, everyone's a wizard. We're all wizards here. Everyone has a little bit of wizardry inside them. I personally have Mr. Majika, and that's not the wizard that I am. Oh dear, is that Stanley Baxter? Uh, Mr. Majika. It yeah. was. It was. Um. It was a series of kids' books, and yeah. then I think they made it into a, <laughs> made TV, a TV show.
0: He had grey hair.
1: Yeah. 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 He yeah. had little thing. A bit like uh, something about Mary, apart from not quite as rude. A little sticky-out bit of hair, yeah, um, that used to waggle when he cast a spell. That's yeah. me, Mister Magica. Uh, and Richard is um, which wizard are you, Richard Dumbledore? You're not Dumbledore. You're not, not nowhere the, the right status to be Dumbledore. You're more like you're more Snape. like some kind of Snape. You're not even you're not even cool enough to be Snape. Voldemort. Um, Voldemort. But I think I think Lupus. the important thing probably is probably Lupus. Yeah. I don't think he's called Lupus, is he? I think he's called Lucas. Lupin. Lupus is Lupin. That's it. You can be Lupus the wizard. Uh, some. Anyway, the important thing to remember here is Richard is a wizard. That you've you've heard it here. He's admitted it finally. Um, thank you very much for listening to We're Not Wizards. Um, you can find us on all the uh, appropriate things. Um, thank you and goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. A wizard is never late. I'm Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to.